The Alta Scientist, a scientific journal by Alta Sciences, a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Issue 9. In this issue, we explore cardiac assessment in clinical trials. Issue 9 was originally published in print in August 2019. Section 1. Introduction. Electrocardiography, also known as ECG, is an integral part of the new drug regulatory environment. Mandated by regulatory bodies the world over, the thorough and precise evaluation of a new drug's cardiac effects is a critical element of new chemical entity development. Sponsors must submit all new chemical entities with systemic exposure to a dedicated thorough QT study, also referred to as TQT study, to understand the drug's impact on ECG parameters and determine whether the compound prolongs the corrected QT or QTC interval. A positive finding of QT prolongation usually has a significant negative impact on a drug's development pathway, necessitating extensive additional ECG assessments and potentially resulting in approval delays or even discontinuation of the program. The QT interval represents the time taken for the ventricles to depolarize and then repolarize. A long QT interval indicates delayed repolarization of the heart and can result in loss of consciousness and sudden death. Since the discovery some decades ago that even non-cardiac drugs can affect the heart rhythm, analysis of the QT interval has become a requirement for new drug approval. During drug development, both robust preclinical and clinical assays, along with concentration QT modeling, are used as methods to analyze whether delayed ventricular repolarization is present. Section 2. Global Regulations In 1999, British regulators drafted a paper entitled Points to Consider, the Assessment of the Potential for QT Interval Prolongation by Non-Cardiovascular Medicinal Products. This document, which is no longer available online, was the first step towards regulatory agencies worldwide, focusing their attention on the arrhythmic potential of drugs that had been deemed to be safe. In 2000, the European Society of Cardiology published a paper entitled the Potential for QT Prolongation and Proarrhythmia by Non-Antiarrhythmic Drugs, Clinical and Regulatory Implications. In 2001, Canada developed a similar document, also no longer available online, entitled Assessment of the QT Prolongation Potential of Non-Antiarrhythmic Drugs. Still, no formal testing protocol was enumerated. In 2003, updated in 2005, the International Conference on Harmonization published the ICH-S7B guidance, outlining the strategy for non-clinical assessment of QT prolongation of non-cardiovascular drugs. Also in 2005, regulators from the USA, Europe, and Japan drafted the seminal clinical guidance document ICH-E14, which provides recommendations to assess the QT prolongation and arrhythmic risk of investigational human non-cardiac pharmaceuticals. Both the FDA and the EMA published the ICHE14 under their own auspices. ICHE14 has not yet been fully revised in its entirety, but it has been updated with Q&A responses on multiple occasions in 2008, 2012, 2014, and 2015. Section 3. QT QTC study design. A thorough QT QTC study is usually conducted at the end of phase 2 
or in parallel with Phase 3 studies. It would generally include 40 to 60 healthy subjects as a crossover design, or up to 240 in a parallel design format. The trial design typically involves healthy male and female subjects in a double-blind, except for the use of a positive control, randomized, single-site, crossover study. Depending on the pharmacokinetics of the study drug, parallel designs for TQT investigations may also be used. For crossover studies, subjects are randomized to each of the four treatment groups, with appropriate washout periods as required, according to the drug's pharmacokinetic profile. Group 1 would be given a placebo. Group 2 would be given a positive control. Group 3 would be assigned to a therapeutic dose of the study drug. And Group 4 would be given a supra-therapeutic dose of the study drug. Sponsors may also choose to assess QT-QTC prolongation concurrently with other early phase studies, as early as Phase 1 first-in-human healthy participant studies and or late-phase clinical trials. Earlier evaluation involves intensive ECG sampling combined with paired pharmacokinetic sampling, high-precision exposure response analysis, or of sparse sampling of blood concentrations in a population pharmacokinetic approach. The Consortium for Innovation and Quality in Pharmaceutical Development and the Cardiac Safety Research Consortium, also known as CSRC, collaborated to design a clinical study in healthy subjects demonstrating that the desired objectives of a successful TQT study can be achieved through robust ECG monitoring and exposure response analysis of data generated from SAD or MAD studies. The results of this study resulted in clarifications to the ICH-E14 guidance, as summarized in ICH-E14 guidance Q&A-R3, finalized in June 2017. This document outlines important considerations for sponsors planning to use the exposure response, concentration response, modeling approach. In summary, in lieu of conducting a separate dedicated cardiac safety study, this methodology allows definitive testing to be embedded into an existing Phase I study. The methodology incorporates both concentration effect modeling, as well as high-precision analysis of 10 times more data than conventional measurement methods. This provides an alternative path to cardiac safety testing by leveraging large amounts of precisely analyzed ECG data from a standard Phase I study. If investigational compounds cannot be administered to healthy participants, other approaches may be used to investigate the potential for pharmacological QT-QTC interval prolongation. Section 4. Timing of Assessment the timing of a TQT study is impacted by a number of factors, such as the results of relevant non-clinical investigations like HERG assays, therapeutic class considerations related to arrhythmia induction potential, and sponsor-related variables such as budget considerations and risk tolerance. For example, TQT clinical studies can be conducted in phase one of a development program to de-risk further development of a compound or a TQT study can be conducted later, at the end of phase two or beyond, if prior proof of concept efficacy data is needed to justify the expense of conducting a TQT study. When routine cardiac assessments first became standard, standalone TQT assessment studies were being conducted for almost all new drugs in development, which exhibited systemic exposure. 
at a cost of approximately 2 to 4 million US dollars per study, TQT represents a significant investment and development risk for sponsors, as a positive finding can result in late-stage or post-approval commitments for safety monitoring. It can also completely end the development of a novel compound. As referenced in the previous section, the QT assessment can now be conducted as early as during the first in-human dosing study. This cost-effective approach allows pharmaceutical companies to evaluate and de-risk potential therapies earlier in development, potentially receiving a waiver for a TQT study later in development. It provides more product valuation for companies looking for further investment or partnering and, most importantly, creates an early translation of preclinical cardiac safety studies into viable human data and a safety platform for further clinical trials. In 2015, Alta Science's Kansas City facility became the first clinical research unit to be a certified site by iCardiac, now ERT, with joint studies initiating in 2015. This certification process by one of the co-author companies of the CSRC-FDA paper has incorporated documented on-site training in the cardiac monitoring activities of physicians, research nurses, and paramedics at Alta Sciences. Today, all of Alta Sciences' clinical units are ERT certified, and we conduct standalone TQT trials, as well as incorporate QT assessments in first-in-human trials. Section 5. Alta Sciences Case Study First-in-Human Clinical Trial Involving QT Assessment Alta Sciences conducted a first-in-human clinical trial involving QT assessment on a novel cannabis formulation, the results of which are presented below. The trial was a double-blind Phase 1 study to assess safety, tolerability, pharmacodynamics, and pharmacokinetics of single and multiple daily ascending doses of cannabis. Delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol cannabidiol in healthy male and female volunteers in a fasting state. This was a single-center, double-blind, placebo-controlled, randomized within-dose, single- and multiple-dose escalating study. The study included 80 subjects evaluated in two parts, Part A, single-ascending dose, and Part B, multiple-dose, in healthy volunteers. A cardiodynamic ECG assessment was conducted in Part B of the study to evaluate the effects of a novel cannabis formulation on the corrected QT interval, QTC, using Frederica's formula, QTCF. Because the QT interval is directly dependent on the heart rate in an obvious way, meaning a faster heart rate produces a shorter RR and QT interval, the collected data is adjusted accordingly for accuracy and to improve arrhythmia detection. QTC evaluation was conducted following cannabis administration over one and seven consecutive days in an escalation fashion to healthy male and female subjects. Three different multiple dose groups were evaluated. Alta Sciences worked with ERT as our central ECG laboratory to help extract and analyze the ECGs. 10 14-second digital, 12 lead ECG tracings were extracted from a Holter monitor using the TQT Plus method at protocol-specified time points. This method enabled extraction of ECGs through continuous cardiodynamic recordings while minimizing HR variability and noise. High-precision QT analysis was subsequently performed on all analyzable beats in the 10 ECG replicates. In all dose groups evaluated for this cannabis formulation, 
it was determined that the change from baseline QTCF was small, and that although a shortening of the PR interval was observed, there was no clinically meaningful effect on the QRS interval. Section 6. Cardiac Assessment Specializations In order to accommodate the specialized needs of cardiac assessments, important considerations include 1. Ensuring fully trained and expertly qualified staff, working with the latest monitoring equipment. 2. Limiting blood draws or other procedures that affect heart rate in close proximity to the time of an ECG. And 3. Ensuring sufficient space around the bed for staff to perform multiple operations with ease. At Alta Sciences, our collaborative relationships with core ECG labs complement our clinical expertise. We have preferred relationships with two eminent providers in the field, ERT in North America and Banuk in Europe. These labs provide the necessary niche expertise in assisting with the design and performing the analysis of the cardiac monitoring elements of our trials, and we have the fully trained staff, state-of-the-art equipment, modern facilities, and clinical capabilities, ensuring accurate, reliable data that protects patient safety is of the utmost importance to all. That brings us to the end of Issue 9 of the Alta Scientist, Cardiac Assessment in Clinical Trials. We hope you enjoyed this audio recording. Join us again next time as we dive deeper into more critical processes in early phase drug development. You can also write to us at contact at altasciences.com or visit altasciences.com to learn more about what makes Alta Sciences a different kind of CRO and CDMO. Alta Sciences is an integrated drug development solution company offering pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies a proven, flexible approach to preclinical and clinical pharmacology studies, including formulation, manufacturing, and analytical services. For over 25 years, Alta Sciences has been partnering with sponsors to help support educated, faster, and more complete early drug development decisions. Alta Sciences integrated full-service solutions include preclinical safety testing, clinical pharmacology and proof of concept, bioanalysis, program management, medical writing, biostatistics, clinical monitoring, and data management, all customizable to specific sponsor requirements. Alta Sciences helps sponsors get better drugs to the people who need them faster.